in your Bibles tonight, 2 Samuel chapter number 19, and we're going to look at the life of a man named Shimei, and I'll just tell you earlier, I preached uh, from chapter 16, we're going to look there again here in a minute, I preached from chapter 16, and you may remember my description of Shimei. Shimei is the stone thrower, Ernest T. Bass of the Old Testament. And uh, except he wasn't comical, he was meaner than a junkyard dog. And his story's quite tragic. We're going to see God extend his grace to Shimei on a couple occasions for several, over the course of several years. But ultimately, Shimei's rejection of God's chosen king is going to result in his judgment. And we see here a picture of what happens in our own lives and lives of people who come to the place where they know they need to surrender their lives to the Lord and be born again, and they reject Him. Let's look at Shimei tonight. If you'll read with me, and beginning in First, Second Samuel, I'm sorry, Second Samuel, chapter number nineteen. We'll read a few verses here and begin our message. The Bible says in Second Samuel nineteen, verse fifteen. So the king returned and came to Jordan. The king is David. And Judah came to Gilgal to go to meet the king, to conduct the king over Jordan. And Shimei, the son of Gerah, a Benjamite, which was of Bahurim, hasted and came down with the men of Judah to meet King David. And there were a thousand men of Benjamin with him. And Ziba, the servant of the house of Saul, and his fifteen sons and his twenty servants with him, and they went over Jordan before the king. And there went over a ferry boat to carry over the king's household and to do what he thought good. And Shimei, the son of Gerah, fell down before the king as he was come over Jordan and said unto the king, Let not my lord impute iniquity unto me, neither do thou remember that which thy servant did perversely the day that my lord the king went out of Jerusalem, that the king should take it, it to his heart. For thy servant doth know that I have sinned. Therefore, behold, I am come the first this day of all the house of Joseph to go down to meet my lord the king. But Abishai, the son of Zerui, answered and said, Shall not Shimei be put to death for this, because he cursed the Lord's anointed? And David said, What have I to do with you, ye sons of Zerui, that ye should this day be adversaries unto me? Shall there any man be put to death this day in Israel? For do not I know that I am this day king over Israel. Therefore the king said unto Shimei, Thou shalt not die. And the king swear unto him. We meet up again with Mr. Shimei. And I want you to take your Bibles and turn back a few pages because we're just going to work our way chronologically through the life of this man as we know it, Mr. Shimei in the Bible and Shimei is a bad news bear. He is not nice. He is bitter and angry. And we're going to watch Shimei and his life and what we know about it recorded in the scripture. We're going to watch Shimei make some really bad decisions driven by bitterness and anger and an unwillingness to surrender to God, God's will, God's plan, and God's king. 
As we study this man Shimei, I want you to be willing to see both yourself in Shimei and yourself in David. Because when we see ourselves in Shimei, we're reminded that we must surrender our wills to the king that God has set in our life. It is the Lord Jesus Christ. May we surrender to our king. And when we see ourselves in David, may God help us to have the kind of spirit that offers grace to those folks who causes great grief along life's way. Let's consider number one this. Shimei, he boldly defied the king. Back to 2 Samuel chapter number 16. We're going to meet him for the first time. We're going to work our way through three passages of Scripture, a short passage of Scripture that he's mentioned in, and we know more and more about Shimei. The Bible says in verse number 5 of 2 Samuel 16, And when King David came to Bahurim, behold, thence came out a man of the family of the house of Saul, whose name was Shimei, the son of Gerah. And he came forth and cursed still as he came. The first time we meet Shimei, we find out who Shimei is. Shimei is of the house of Saul. Now when we think about Shimei, we see a man who had some loyalty to his Family, maybe to his great grandfather, his grandfather, maybe even an aunt or even an uncle. I'm not exactly certain of Shimei's direct connection to Saul, but Shimei was of the house of Saul. So Shimei was one of these guys. It didn't matter that God had specifically chosen David to be the king of Israel. It did not matter that Saul had sent away his opportunity to be the rightful king of the nation of Israel. It didn't matter what was right and righteous in God's will. In Shimei's eyes, all he could see was one thing, and he hated David because David, in his opinion, had uprooted Saul. But Shimei was wrong. And so Shimei, with a heart full of hatred and bitterness, he saw the scene and the situation, the story, the wrong way. Let me teach you something. And myself, if you allow anger to play a prominent role in your life and the decisions that you make, your decision-making ability is extremely skewed and it is not possible to make wise spiritual decisions when your heart is full of anger and bitterness. Shimei is going to make a foolhearted decision. At a moment when Shimei finally sees, seems to think that he's got what he wanted, Absalom, David's son, has risen up in power over David and ran David off the throne of Israel. And as David makes his way, really with his tail tucked out of Jerusalem into the wilderness where he'll, uh, where he'll hide out and regain his strength and eventually become the king of Israel again. But as David's on his way out, Shimei knows what's happened. He sees David, and Shimei does what all self-respecting people do. The man that's been has already been hurt so badly by his own son, he curses him, he throws stones at him, he throws dust at him. He rejects and defies the king. The Bible says in verse number 5 that he cursed as he came. You see David coming, and David's head's hung low in defeat because of what Absalom has done. And Shimei curses him as he comes. The Bible says in verse number 6, He cast stones at David, and at all the servants of King David, and all the people, and all the mighty men were on his right hand and on his left. And thus said Shimei, when he cursed, Come out, come out, thou bloody man. Thou man of Belial, the Lord hath returned upon thee all the blood of the house of Saul, in whose stead thou hast reigned. 
And the Lord hath delivered the kingdom into the hand of Absalom, thy son. And behold, thou art taken in thy mischief, because thou art a bloody man. Boy, he's nasty, isn't he? Shimei has no grace in his voice. He has no concern about anybody but himself. And Shimei curses David. He says, you are a bloody man. It's your own fault that you're in this mess. And Absalom has risen to his rightful place as king. Oh, how foolish when you know the end of the story. When you know the will of God to hear a man cry out like that. And we look at Shimei and the story of Shimei is not something that's foreign to us. Shimei is a man that's decided to hate God. To hate God's will, to hate God's way, to hate God's king. We live in a society that's rich with people who hate Jesus. Who hate Jesus' people. It's a sad day and there are moments in time when it seems like perhaps Jesus is defeated. Jesus is a minority. But I want you to know something. Don't ever lose your allegiance to King Jesus because as soon as you do, you'll regret it. The Lord's anointed, is appointed, and will not be disappointed. The message of Psalm 1 is a message about King David and a message about King Jesus. Jesus will rule and reign. Every knee will bow to the Lord Jesus Christ. And we watch Shimei with great boldness, so bold that the man who sat on the throne of Israel a day before, as he walks by him, he has the boldness and courage to blaspheme and defy the king of Israel, David himself, and curse him and curse him and throw stones at him. What does David do? David still has the blessing of God in his life. David still has a few mighty men. What does David do? Well, one of his men, Abishai, speaks up in verse 9. Then said Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, unto the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over, I pray thee, and take off his head. And all of us that are hearing Shimei curse David were like, Amen, Abishai. Great idea. The Bible says in verse 10, The king said, David said, What have I to do with you, ye sons of Zeruiah? Now Abishai was the son of Zeruiah. He says, What are you thinking, you crazy son of Zeruiah? What are you thinking? What am I to do with you? He said, let him curse. Because the Lord has said unto him, curse David. Who shall then say, wherefore hast thou done so? He says, let him curse. Let him curse. We're not going to fight that battle. We're not going to lower ourselves to that level. We're going to extend mercy and grace to Shimei. The Bible says in verse 11, David said to Abishai and to all his servants, Behold, my son which came forth of my bowels seeketh my life. How much more now may this Benjamite do it? He says, listen, Absalom has broken my heart. Shimei can't carry a light, can't hold a light to the heartbreak that Absalom has given to me. Let him curse. The Lord hath bidden him. The Bible says in verse number 13, David and his men went by the way. Shimei went along on the hillside over against him and cursed as he went and threw stones at him and cast dust. Shimei is rotten. David extends mercy and grace and Shimei keeps throwing stones. 
Do you know what Shimei did? He boldly defied the king. Don't fall into that trap. Do you know what King David did? King David extended mercy and grace and gave him another chance. Do you know what happens in the life of Shimei? Shimei is given a chance to repent, to turn, to trust, to believe. But he sends away the opportunity. Shimei boldly defied the king. The king extended mercy. You may be here today and you've defied Christ your whole life. You know what? God is extending his mercy. He's extended your life. He's given you an opportunity. You need to repent of your sin and trust in him. Child and adult alike, you're not smarter than God. And your only hope is to repent of your sin and put your trust in Christ and Christ alone and fall in love with Jesus and be born again. While you have an opportunity, do it. I challenge you. Your heart may be rich with rebellion against God. The God of your parents, the God of this church. But I'll have you know something. Rebelling against Jesus will produce great tragedy and ultimate judgment. Repent and turn to the Lord. Shimei, he boldly defied the king. Number two, he shallowly pled for forgiveness. Now, we've met Shimei throwing stones and cursing. And the story continues. And as we could have predicted, God's man, God's chosen king, King David, overcomes and Absalom is defeated and David is put back on the throne. It just so happens on the very day that David comes to across the Jordan River into Jerusalem to be back on his throne as king and rightful king of Israel, someone meets him on the way. Chapter number 19. Can you imagine Shimei in the shadows processing the events of, the, of recent days? He gets word that old Absalom, his, uh, David's son, the guy that he was voting for, the guy he was hoping in, the guy he was trusting in, the guy that he thought was going to def- take care of wicked old David as he hated him. He hears word that those luscious locks of Absalom got hung in a tree orchestrated by God and Joab pierced his heart through with darts. Uh-oh. If Absalom's not the king anymore, who's going to be the king? And word came quickly. David is coming back to the throne. Shimei's like, oh, no. Have you ever done something really dumb and decided, I may need to make up for this? And that's where Shimei's at. Shimei's like, I can't believe this, but I cursed the, new, the, the rightful king of Israel, I threw stones at him. I threw dust at him. I cursed him on the way. I cursed him as he went. I said some of those awful things, and he didn't do a thing to me. <laughs> I got a problem. So you turn your Bibles to chapter 19, and we meet up with Shimei again. The Bible says in verse 15, chapter 19, the king returned. And came to Jordan and Judah came to Gilgal to go to meet the king, to conduct the king over Jordan. So David is getting ready to cross the Jordan. Verse 16, and Shimei, the son of Gera, a Benjamite, which was of Bahurim, hasted and came down with the men of Judah to meet King David. Here's what he says, i got to do something to make up for this mess. And so Shimei comes, verse 17, 
It's a fascinating story. He says, there were a thousand men of Benjamin with him. What did Shimei do? Shimei says, boys, we got a mess. If you're the tribe of Benjamin, we better make our way and be seen first thing right out of the gate as soon as David crosses the Jordan. We need to show that we actually don't despise him as much as we said we did. We're going to put on a show. And he does. He gets a thousand men of Benjamin with him. And Zeba. Zeba, the servant of the house of Saul. Who in the world is Zeba? I'll tell you who Zeba is. Zeba was the servant that was assigned. He was of the house of Saul. He was a servant assigned to Mephibosheth. And if you remember in chapter number 16, Zeba lies to David and says that Mephibosheth is actually decided to stay in Jerusalem and support Absalom. But Mephibosheth had done none of the, none of the sort. Zeba had tricked Mephibosheth and taken off and left Mephibosheth, the lame man, without a horse and gone before him and told David lies about Mephibosheth. Zeba, he's a snake in the grass too. Shimei, a thousand men of Benjamin, Zeba, the servant of the house, and his 15 sons and 20 servants. With him, they went over Jordan before the king. Verse 18, and there went over a ferry boat to carry over the king's household. Here comes the king's household. To do what he thought good. And Shimei, the son of Gera, what's he do? He fell down before the king as he was come over Jordan. And said unto the king, let not my Lord impute iniquity unto me. Neither do thou remember that which thy servant did perversely the day that my Lord the king went out of Jerusalem. That the king should take it to his heart. He says, please don't remember what I said. Verse 20, for thy servant doth know that I have sinned. Therefore, behold, I am come the first this day of all the house of Joseph to go down to meet my Lord, the king, but Abishai. Remember Abishai? Abishai's already wanted to kill him the other day when uh, he'd made such a mess. Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, answered and said, Shall not Shimei be put to death for this because he cursed the Lord's anointed? David said, what have I to do with you, ye sons of Zeruiah? Isn't that a familiar, you crazy sons of Zeruiah? What have I got to do with you? Abishai, sit down. We're not killing anybody today. That ye should this day be adversaries unto me. Shall there any man be put to death this day in Israel? For do not I know that I am this day king over. He says, I'm king. Who cares what Shimei says? Leave him alone. Don't kill him. Verse 23, the Bible says this. Therefore the king said unto Shimei, Thou shalt not die, and the king swear unto him. What happens to Shimei? I'll tell you what Shimei does. Shimei shallowly pleads for forgiveness. Now, if you were to read this on its own, by itself, you would think, oh, wow, Shimei's had a big change of heart. But as the story progresses, and we'll get there in a minute, we understand something about Shimei's repentance. You know what Shimei does? Shimei gets scared of the standing king and he says, I've got to do something on the outside to show that I'm not as bad as he thinks I am. And so what does Shimei do? Shimei shallowly pleads for forgiveness. <clears throat> I want you to understand something. Getting saved is not just simply some prayer that you pray. Some scared crying out in the middle of the night. Getting saved is when the Lord, the Holy Spirit, convicts you of your sin. And you accept Jesus Christ by faith as your Savior. And you love him and you trust him. He's not some fire escape. He's our Savior. Now, don't get me wrong. There's not a Calvinist bone in my body. 
But the bottom line is, some type of hand-raising evangelistic move can produce salvation. But if you've just been scared to death one time and said, hey, please, Lord Jesus, forgive me, and you're counting on some religious experience or moment order to get you to heaven, you may be banking on something that is false and shallow and empty. We read Shimei's account. He says, I've sinned. Shimei says, I'm scared. Shimei says, don't remember this. Cast it away from you. Don't re- I'm here to serve you. I'm for you. But over time, the fruit in Shimei's life is going to produce the evidence that Shimei was never saved. God, help us. We need to know that we're saved. We need to know that God has worked in our hearts. We need to know that there's been a change. We need to know that we've been born again and we can. I'm not here to shake you loose. I'm here to encourage you to know the Jesus who'll change you, who'll make old things pass away and all things become new. The Jesus who'll put the love of Christ in your heart as we talked about this morning. The Jesus who'll change you, make you a new creature. Shimei, he was scared of David. He was scared because he'd been really ridiculous recently to David. And Shimei leads a group of people and has a group repentance that was shallow and empty. May God help us not to fall into that trap. May God help spiritual leaders like the pastor of this church not to fall into the trap of trying to tell, so trying to get people to make some type of profession in order that we might brag about how many folks have been saved. It's far more important than a number, the matter of someone's soul in eternity. And you'll find out that David the king was not fooled by Shimei's false repentance. But as a godly king... What does David do? Shimei puts on a show with a thousand plus men and Zeba the liar with him. David hears the repentance. Abishai says, I want to kill him. David says, "Uh uh-uh, not today. And David extends mercy. And David extends grace and gives another opportunity for Shimei to put his trust in the Lord. But we watch Shimei. And Shimei does not turn. Shimei does not repent. And we meet up with Shimei a little bit later. Turn your Bibles a few pages over to the book of 1 Kings. 1 Kings chapter number 2. 1 Kings chapter number 2. David has now been the king of Israel for some time. And David is on his deathbed. And David is talking to Solomon because Solomon's going to be the next king of Israel. And on David's heart are some issues that Solomon's going to have to deal with. One of the issues that David knows that Solomon must deal with is none other than yours truly, Shimei, the earnest T. Bias of the Old Testament. Look what the Bible says in 1 Kings chapter 2 and verse number 8. The Bible says, David speaking to Solomon, he says, Behold, thou hast with thee Shimei, the son of Gerah, a Benjamite of Behurim, which cursed me with a grievous curse in the day when I went to Mahanam. But he came down to meet me at Jordan, and I swear to him by the Lord, saying, I will not put thee to death. Verse number 9. Now, therefore hold him not guiltless, for thou art a wise man and knowest what thou oughtest to do 
unto him. But his hoar head bring thou down to the grave with blood. David knew something about Shimei. David knew that Shimei had never repented. David knew that Shimei had never given his heart to the king. David knew that judgment was inevitable for Shimei. And so, David dies in verse number 10. Solomon becomes the king. And as David predicted, Solomon has to deal with Shimei. How does he do it? Look what the Bible says in verse 36. And the king sent, Solomon sent, and called for Shimei. And said to him, Shimei, build thee an house in Jerusalem and dwell there. And go not forth, forth thence any Wither. He says, you build yourself a house in Jerusalem, and don't you leave town. Don't you leave town. you got Ernest T. Bass, and now you've got Matt Dillon. You old people will know what Matt, who Matt Dillon is. Matt Dillon, instead of saying, get out of Dodge, he's saying, don't you leave Dodge. Solomon says, look, you build yourself a house. You live your life. You stay in Jerusalem as long as you stay in Jerusalem. And obey me, you'll be fine. Here's what happens, verse 37. For it shall be that on the day that thou goest out and passest over the brook Kidron, thou shalt know for certain that thou shalt surely die. Thine blood shall be upon thine own head. And Shimei said unto the king, The saying is good. As my lord the king hath said, so will thy servant do. What did Shimei do? Shimei's back to his old tricks. He's telling Solomon what he thinks Solomon wants to hear. He's tried this and did it with David. He's foolhardy enough to believe that the last lie he told that day when him and a thousand Benjamites bowed before David. He says, I've fooled one sucker in David's household. Solomon will be no different. He says, the saying's good. As the Lord the king hath said, so will thy servant do. And Shimei dwelt in Jerusalem many days. And it came to pass at the end of three years. That two of the servants of Shimei ran away unto Achish, son of Mahakin, uh, king of Gath. And they told Shimei, saying, Behold, thy servants be in Gath. And Shimei rose and saddled his ass and went to Gath, to Achish, to seek his servants. And Shimei went and brought his servants from Gath. And it was told Solomon that Shimei had gone from Jerusalem to Gath and was come again. And the king sent and called for Shimei and said unto him, did I not make thee to swear by the Lord and protested unto thee, saying, No, for a certain on the day that thou goest out and walkest abroad, any whither that thou shalt surely die. And thou saidst unto me, The word that I have heard is good. Why then hast thou not kept the oath of the Lord and the commandment that I have charged thee with? The king said, Moreover, to Shimei, thou knowest all the wickedness which thine heart is privy to. Thou didst to David my father, therefore the Lord shall return thy wickedness upon thine own head. And King Solomon shall be blessed, and the throne of David shall be established before the Lord forever. So the king commanded Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, which went out and fell upon him, and that he died. And the kingdom was established in the hand of Solomon. Let me tell you about Shimei. Shimei met certain judgment. Shimei met certain judges. Shimei was the kind of guy that just felt like he's going to be able to get by with just being Shimei. He's going to give the casual 
laud to the king and bow to him and say, you know, whatever you want, that'll be fine. He did it to David. He tried it with Solomon. He said, well, sure, Solomon, I'll stay right here in Jerusalem. He says, <laughs> on the day that his servants head out of town and head towards Gath, he says, I'm just going to go get them. You know, I can go for all these years now. It's literally like three or four or five, six years has passed. For all these years now, David has been fooled. I've hated him ever since the day that I threw stones at him. And if it wasn't for the fact that he had the power to cut off my head, I'd have been throwing stones at him the day that him and his family rode the ferry across the Jordan River. Shimei hated God in his heart. He may have said some God words. He may have said some loving things. He may have said some repentant, humble-looking things. But Shimei was never converted, and he was constantly rebelling against God. And Shimei felt that because he'd got by with his sin once, that surely he'd get by with his sin again. I want you to know something when Shimei was throwing stones and cursing David, David extended grace and mercy and an opportunity for him to turn and repent and get right and fall in love with God's rightful king. And on the day that Shimei and a thousand men bowed before David and made a shallow profession, David, in mercy and grace, gave him an opportunity to repent and turn and fall in love again with God's rightful king. But he didn't. And what happens to Shimei happens to all people who reject God's king. Finally, after the season of God's grace has come to an end, judgment falls on the rebel. Judgment falls on the rebel. You see, it's not how bad the sin is. It's a lot worse, in my opinion, to curse the king and throw stones at him and throw dust at him and curse him as he comes and goes than it is to just cross the little Kidron River going after your slaves. It just seems a lot worse to curse the king. But it's not the severity of the sin that condemns us. It is the rejection of the king that condemns us. And Shimei never surrendered to God's rightful king. May we learn a little something from Shimei. You may be here today and you come to church because your parents make you. You may be here today and you come to church just to keep your wife satisfied. You come to church just to keep your husband happy. You come to church just to kind of make sure that nobody talks bad about you. But really down deep in your heart... It's not about Jesus. It's about some form and some type of peace while you live. If you've rejected the rightful king, King Jesus, the penalty for your sin is death and hell. And judgment comes to those folks who reject God's king. May God help us. You see, it's not some religious rudiment that we need. It is true repentance and trust And the Lord Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins. And Shimei gives us a terrible, sad example of someone who ultimately in word submitted, but in his heart rejected God. May the Lord help us as we look and consider this man Shimei. Do you see yourself in Shimei? You're here tonight and 
You've rebelled against God. You've never actually been saved. Oh, I pray that you'll get saved tonight. You're here tonight and you say, I need to identify with David tonight because there are has in my life. People are just rotten and nasty and filthy and dirty and mean and unkind. Extend the grace of God. Forgive and be patient. Whatever the Lord's doing in your heart, you make sure to respond. He's faithful. Let's pray.